you know, at the end of the day, I want to have the biggest impacts with my work as possible. But I was, you know, that should be so hand, you know, hand in hand and with enjoying every moment on this planet as much as possible and for everyone that I interact with. So if I can show up for my son, for my wife, for my friends, for my business, for everyone as happy and calm and just enjoying things, I'm going to, like everything is going to be better. Like my decision-making is going to be better. Right. My idea generation, like everything that I'm here to, to do. Hi, and welcome to Helping People Perform, the podcast that gives you fascinating insights into those people whose chosen vocation is to help others perform at their best. From consultants to teachers, sports coaches to financial advisors, all of my guests share a passion for getting the most out of individuals, teams, and organizations. Enjoy the episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Helping People Perform podcast. Delighted to be joined today, all the way from Olympic Park in, in London. We have uh, we have sports portrait and lifestyle photographer, director. Uh, welcome to the show today, Duncan Nichols. Welcome. Thank you, Paul. Uh, yeah, it's wonderful to be here today. Um, it's been a few months in the making, going back and forward. So thanks for yeah. your patience. And yeah, yeah, I'm really stoked to be here and um, and for the conversation ahead. Brilliant. Really looking forward to it. So um, we've got a lot to talk about and a lot of different angles yeah. which you, you cover off, who you help, how you help them. But before we get into that, can you tell us a little bit about your background? You know, what got you to where you are today? Yeah. Um, thank you, Paul. Yeah. So I've been a, um, a photographer for the last 16 years and a sort of a filmmaker and director for the last six. Uh, in terms of what I shoot, it's very much sort of with an emphasis on sort of um, sports fashion and portrait and sort of working with sort of elite level athletes uh, for a lot of the sort of the, the Nikes, the Adidas, the NFLs, Under Armour, so a lot of the big sort of brands. But um, uh, And that, that's kind of generally been the focus. A lot of, pe a lot of people work a lot of campaigns sort of for good and uh, This Girl Can and a lot right. of other sort of charity yeah. work within that as well. But um, that's sort of been my... Um, uh the yeah the sort of the, the trajectory over the last sort of 16 years before that yeah. um a kind of a, no, a non-linear sort of way into it uh economics degree um oh. went to um and then basically from that worked in um investment banking for six years was on the grad scheme at ubs worked in america as well but always had a a real sort of um well it was a growing passion over those years for for sort of for film and photography and, and running my own business and all the challenges that that would sort of bring it. It took yeah. me a few years sort of uh, two or three years to kind of really work that out while I was still in banking. But um, it was a, it was a very sort of like uh, jump into a, a very, very different industry. And uh, it's just been, the, and it continues to be the wildest and amazing ride. So yeah, I'm very grateful. Oh, brilliant. I mean, that, that must've been uh, part of, an exciting journey in, in its own right but i know from speaking to a lot of other people who've made that transition from yeah. a full-time role into running your own business myself included in this you know yes um was this a gradual thing for you was there like a one moment that said i can't do this anymore i'm moving here what, what's your story of transition yeah. from that mm, um i think there was i, I the first few years especially i think in the working for this, uh, some of the sort of the bigger banks there, there was like loads and loads of training, worked with some really, really lovely people. And my, my managers were uh, great people, but like super intelligent, very inspiring. So there's a lot of things that, that really clicked for me in terms of what I want out of a career and uh, lots of growth. And uh, um, there was there was sort of something there that wasn't in, in terms of like a real sort of like a real, real passion. I really enjoyed it and I still enjoy economics and speak to a lot of my friends of my you know course that I studied 
at Union, we still talk about uh, a lot of business stuff all the time. So that that always still really interests me. But um, I remember at the, the, the time when I'm. Uh, when I was sort of still in banking, I'd speak to a few people and friends and they'd be doing different things and you'd meet with them and their eyes would light up and their speech would go faster when they were talking about what they were doing. And I just had a few realizations. I was like, mm, I don't, I don't have that yet. And I, and I, and I really sort of uh, quite a deep soul level. I, 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 I want to find out what that is. So um, I was just any way outside of banking, like studying photography classes. I did a few sort of, uh six eight week long sort of evening classes down at, in brixton at a photography place and then took a few weeks off work and didn't go on holiday but studied a photography course in london and then uh one of the women that moved back into my team in one of my last banking roles she'd just taken a, a year out and she'd done a nine month long photography course very industry aligned course at one of the universities here in london and we just went out for lunch and she was talking about it and she was like you know it's it's like an incredible course and you know you should you should have a look and see if for you and I, I applied for that put a portfolio together uh and got on and i i think at the time it was like well i, I had six years of experience in banking some great connections still a yeah. still a real interest in it. it wasn't like i hated it or anything right um but i was like oh like i'm gonna study something i love here for like eight nine months i'd saved up the money is that like, well like that's just a gift in itself so just go with the journey on that and then the more i sort of studied it there was um uh a friend of mine from uni at the time, her boyfriend was a photographer. I went out for lunch with him a few times, assisted him on a few shoots, started to, uh, and then, yeah, once I sort of got to the end of it, I was like, I, I have to give this a go now. Right. Um, and that was like July, 2007, I think. Yeah. July, 2007. Um, so, um, uh, yeah, I, I just like the buzz I have now from it, like just hasn't waned at all. It's still as yeah. much as like a, a sort of a, a passion outside of work as it is kind of work. So it's, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, it's it's ticked all the boxes. Oh, wonderful! And um, yeah. did did you have like um, just out of interest here? Did you have like yeah. a, a, a like cut off points like right from here on in? That's all I'm going to do, and I'm going to take the risk. Did you? I know some people find a way of transitioning and just going. Mm. I'm going to get some jobs on the weekend to check that it works, check that I can get paid for this, and then I'll I'll yes. go down to three days a week. What were, did you do? Either of those or a different version for yourself? Yeah, I don't think there's, um, for me, I'd, um, uh, on day one, I just went all in on photography. I think about right. eight or nine months in, um, there was a point there was, I think it was like the, yeah, like February, I think of the, uh, of the following year, it was getting a little bit sort of quieter yeah. and I was sort of questioning a few bits and pieces and I actually, I was like, okay, look, I'm going to go back to banking for six months and like you know save a lot of money again and then kind of kind of you know do do as you said sort of like split it yeah. um and take jobs etc i remember going i went back in for um a, an interview at, um at ubs actually with some old team teammates and um, i had my phone switched off and then she went well i really enjoyed it and i sort of came out and i uh, switched my phone back on and like a massive massive job had sort of come in while i was in the interview that was sort of like three or four months money and i was like and and, and it was weird the uh no, I, I didn't speak to anyone about the interview and they never contacted me. It just like, it just, there was nothing <laughs> sort of said. And it was like, um, um, so that was like almost like, okay, there's maybe some signs that I still need to go a, a bit further on this journey. Uh, but yeah, it was amazing. It literally just came out of the blue in that hour that I was in the interview. And um, I was like, okay, well, that's a sign. Like kind of keep, keep going, keep going. And yeah. And then um, no, I didn't, that, that was it for me basically. But yeah. 
yeah, there's no right or wrong there at all. I think it's everyone's own individual circumstances in terms of how, how you approach such a big transition mm. and, and what else you've got in your life, responsibility-wise, yeah. etc. at that time, yeah. Yeah, no, w- wonderful. Um, so tell us a bit more about what you what you do now and you know, yeah. particularly this angle of who you help, how you help them. But, you know, what's, mm. the, what's the connection when you go in and you work with your clients? What do you yes. bring into the table and what do they get out of the experience? Mm. Um, yeah, there's lot, there's lots of different uh, areas that I could sort of talk about here, and I will go through um, the various ones there. Um, I think um, if you take just, I, I think if we start like being on on set, and I think um, I, I shot a, a campaign a few weeks ago with with Spurs, like with the new kit launch with a lot of their sort of top female and top male players right. in it, and that was a great example of a lot of the stuff I think I'm going to say now. But um, um, there's a there's a part of my job on set like that where uh i'm sure a lot of other people can relate to this in their own industry but it's a, it's a high pressure environment where a lot of things change very very last minute and you have to be able to sort of re- react to that um mm. in a way and for me being able to be in a position like taking a step back like how how do you react uh like what kind of environment and how, what kind of person do you need to be to be able to react because when when the pressure's on, like I think your, your brainwaves will go into a faster sort of beta sort of brainwaves. And, and that's not the place where the best ideas come or the best solutions or anything. So there's a lot of work that I do. Um, you know, we'll come to in a minute in terms of breath work, meditation, health, et cetera, et cetera. That I do with a lot of my sports clients and a lot of things that I've learned from elite athletes as well in conversations right. and, and yeah. that I bring into this. So in terms of making, helping people perform better so on set if i'm with a top tier talent like my team me as a director or a photographer i'm like the lead energy on that set you've got 10 people 50 people 100 people five people like whether someone comes in and they've done 100 shoots a thousand shoots or none like it's it's my responsibility to drive that sort of pulse through everything so um i think if there's one consistent thing that i hear like from so many clients i have done for years it's like how calm and how positive my my sets are and probably me as well so i do a lot of stuff beforehand like the spurs example was a classic one mm. we had like a two or three hour window where all the players were coming through we've been there for like three or four hours anyway doing like creating this giant sort of set uh turns at start of the time of the start no one comes through an hour later still no one's come through now we've only got like an hour before we have to move on to another location with someone who still no one's come through. And then all of a sudden, everybody arrived at the same time. Right. So you've got that kind of like tension. And the, our set was just the energy was amazing. The players all just like absolutely loved it. The, 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 the client agency, everyone just really enjoyed it. And the work looked amazing. And it's because there was a there was an anchor in that of like, okay, I have to, like the, the, the set has to be super positive to allow everyone to, to create their best work and their mm. best performance. Yeah. Um, and there has to be an anchor of like, even if I wasn't totally like completely feeling, I have to be completely calm because a few things changed that we technically had to adjust as well on the time. And I can't be in a, uh, out of kill or, um, slightly stressful way. So that in, in terms of like a, 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 an, a, you know, an effective creative, you know, photographer, director or someone like that, I think there's an underlying thread that you have to, like all the shoots I did with this girl cam, for example, for a few years beautiful really iconic campaign that uh you know has a, an incredible impact yeah a lot of the the, the women that are coming on to set obviously they're not used to a set like this it's a real like that you know and, and there's got to be an instant calm calmness sort of they feel it when they come on and it's like look, everyone just have a great time 
pressure's on me. Mm. You just enjoy the day. The results will be amazing. You'll love them. And if you, for me, it's like that's how I help people perform at their best. Like right. all my team, whether it's, you know, lighting assistants, digital, like every element that creates that end result, they all have to know that, look, you're coming on today. We're going to create the set for you where you can give your best mm. and have a fantastic time doing it. And just like, you know, don't worry about anything. It's on me. Right. And it's kind of like that's that's really how um, in terms of how I put, help people, I think, perform at their best in terms of the actual the time we have in front of the camera. Yeah. And it's the same if I'm interviewing people, it's just making sure that, you know, you, you do a hell of a lot of prep beforehand. Everything is so that so that um, I don't. Yeah, I, I have to put myself in a position where um, and I take this from a lot of real like top, top level sports people I've seen on set or I've spoken with afterwards. And some of those really. Uh, I think Alan Wynne Jones, the the Wales uh, or the Welsh yeah. uh, rugby captain, um, uh, uh, was a classic example. I just remember watching his body language in the shoots that we did with Under Armour and yeah. and with them, and just like his leadership came through that calm authority as well. Right. And you just I don't know. I've seen I've seen it with various sports people. I've seen sort of you know, there's really high pressure things when it's you know it's a penalty to take your team through to a Champions League final, win a World Cup, or that putt for the US Masters or whatever that is. Those really, really, really elite performers mm. they kind of like the higher the pressure the calmer they sort of get like right. they, they like loads of people out there can execute what they're doing but they just get calmer mm. and i think that's that's the sort of where i start to bring in sort of elements of like the what i see um what i've sort of heard and might speak to about in terms of elite el real real world-class performers in terms yeah. of the sports field and people i work with um you know they might read from a business perspective and a spirituality and i try to sort of bring it all on board so that um you know, I, I can sort of let people bring their best to the to the get to the game, as it were. Really, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. I think some amazing insights from a general leadership perspective. There's a couple of things that come to mind for me. Is one is the deliberate nature of what you're doing. You know, you're preparing, mm. you're understanding the context, the environment, the physical and the mental and emotional setup that mm. will allow people to perform at your best and you're taking action to make sure that's the case yeah uh, i think that's one great thing and the other one um that comes to mind and and i found this from my time in the the world of f1 and some yeah. of the lead, leadership stories that came through there is those times of pressure your job as a leader is to absorb that and to sort of elude calm <laughs> and sort of yeah. have, uh, you, you might not be calm inside you know might, things might be happening internally but you've got to exude that calm to your team in order for them to work at their best as well isn't it? yeah yeah I, I knew you'd have had experience at that but yeah it's um yeah it's something i was very you know increasingly conscious of over over the last few years and having done so many of these sort of shoots now is um is that is the need to kind of you know, to, to develop and, and be aware of that and, and just the impact that, the, you know, the positive impact that can have for everyone. Brilliant. And you yeah. mentioned, you mentioned the This Girl uh, Can campaign, which was yeah. an, an amazing piece in its own right. What were some of the experiences you took from, from that? Uh, just the, the whole campaign as such and, and, mm. or, and or specific examples within it? Yeah, a great question. It's, um, you know, it, an iconic campaign. I remember a couple of years before I sort of, uh, I, I shot that I think in 2018 and 2019 and, um, and some of 2020 actually as well. And a couple of years before that, I went to a, um, 
a talk at one of the agencies here in London. I sat in the front row with my agent and we uh, and um, one of the, the heads from Sport England were up on the stage talking about the campaign. And I just sort of turned my agent. And I was like, you know, you know, I really want to shoot this, don't you? <laughs> and, um, and I was like, OK, like, let's let's just let's just work. Let's just um, let's just start sort of being quite intentional and putting some energy and and visualizing that and, and 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 making sure that our work stands up etc and then out of the blue they they contacted us mm. um had sort of seen the work which was which was lovely and um it was so so special the energy on set every day um it, it was just amazing like the, everyone that comes on set to be sort of to be photographed and filmed like they they you know they're all really they all really back the campaign and it, mm. you know that like uh what you're creating hopefully is going to really you know, it's really going to positive, you know, positively impact people's lives and get people moving and, and, and into various sort of sports and fitnesses and, and everything around that. You, you know yourself, like in, in that world, it's, you know, you, the more active and uh, you are in that, the, the, the better you feel, the better everyone around you and in your family and friends and everyone you interact with kind of feels and the social side of sport and fitness and the clubs and, and the friendships. And you, yeah. you know, when you're creating, and I think it, um, it shines through all of those shoots, just the, the laughs and the energy and it was it was tons of different sport, sports and fitness and different ex so like greater from a creative perspective because mm. you know shooting badminton to yoga to right. to rugby and football and, and everything so you know different sort of sports and disciplines all the time and different technical things i had to sort of be aware of but right. just like every one of them just sort of, you know you'd leave the day and just be like oh yeah that was that was really really special really special um yeah. and um and everyone just yeah everyone wanted to be there um and we're really grateful for it and and having fun and and a lot of the ladies came you know that, that, that volunteered or were, were sort of were cast might not have ever you know done that before and all of a sudden they're like oh wow i didn't you know didn't i really enjoyed this and they, they get curious about it so even the shoot hopefully has sort of inspired them to do that sort of specific activity but yeah yeah very blessed it was a really really um uh yeah it was, it was a lovely one to be part of and uh, and bring my skills to the table yeah, and what I'll um, what I'll do is I'll make sure we've got a link in the show notes here that uh, p- people can go and have a have a look and check that work out and uh, and check out the campaign as well because you know I've, I've seen lots of it and it's uh, it's truly inspirational and uh, and the whole quality of the work comes through. So I mean, congrats to you and the the whole team who's pulled that yeah, together. So huge huge team effort. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone that we shot, like you know, they just they just really brought the energy and uh, and the laughs. It was good. Yeah, awesome. Um. Are there any other sort of highlights from some of the work that you've done, either individuals that you've worked with or things um, or campaigns or, or jobs that you've been on mm. that have really stuck with you about um, helping you to perform in some way? God, that's a great question. Um, yeah, lots, lots in many ways, actually. Um, one that always sort of jumps out for me was... Um, uh, a, a night shoot a campaign i shot in in stockholm years ago it was for um uh it was the first shoot i ever did for for nike and it was um uh yeah so it was uh yeah a sort of uh through the night sort of like shoot so i think we, we started at like 8 p.m finished at 8 a.m wow. and um loads of stuff it was i mean it was just incredible like the bars was just like off the charts of, of creating it but loads of kind of lessons that i sort of reflected on afterwards um i um i was it, long story i was in new york when i the the brief came through on like a bit of a vacation staying with friends but i was also meeting up with um a potential new agent over there and i i kind of just come out of a meeting with her and she looked at everything loved the work and she's like yeah but you're not going to get a nike campaign you're not going to get this 
And I was like, okay. And I love it. Any point, even like going into photography, people said, oh, you know, if someone says I can't do it, I just like, have, a little, <laughs> I have a little smile to myself. That's the, probably the, the number one thing I want to hear, actually, just full stop. So right. like, okay, cool. Let's have, let's see about that. Yeah. Um, it's always, always, I think even from being a kid, like it's just always inspired me. If someone said I can't do something, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so I've just been told, number one, that my work wasn't good enough to shoot for them. And um, and then the the technicality of the, the brief was really, they wanted to execute it in a certain way. I suggested something that was 10 times harder to execute, but I thought would, was doable. So they never worked with me before. It's a through the night shoot. I'm jet lagged because I went pretty much straight from there to London for a day, then to I'm out of the time zone. It's hot, you know, it was minus whatever throughout the night. Right. Like a lot of things that were quite, quite technically quite challenging. And, uh, and they just changed everything and gone, okay, we totally trust you. We're going to execute it in this way. And it was quite like, you, like I had to, it was like each shot was made up of like seven or eight different like images. And it was, it was a technical thing to do. We yeah. didn't have that much time. I couldn't have probably made it any harder on myself to kind of execute. Um, it, it went really well. Like the, the high at the end of that shoot was just like, oh, my days. I, like, I got back to the hotel room at like half eight in the morning, didn't sleep, couldn't sleep the next afternoon. I was just still like wired for days. It was the lessons for me that it was just so, um, number one, I think I, I kind of set the limit a bit too low in terms of what I could like resiliently kind of deal with. Right. Because uh, I was like, oh, you know, I, I definitely need some sleep to be able to work well. No, no, I can still work really well without any. Uh, you know, the, the cold, the, the technicalities, the, the pressure of what they were like, they totally changed the approach because of how I wanted to do it. So everything's now on me. Yeah. It doesn't work out. First time with that brand, a brand that I wanted to, you know, mm. work with for a while at, at that point. Um, and just the enjoyment level, it was just off the charts. So I think it, it was it was a great one to kind of deliver um just to kind of show someone that had just told me I would never work for that brand. Yeah. And I was like, well, I just, I just, like, not that I was really, it wasn't like, look at me. It was more a case of like, oh, do you know what? Like, I believe in myself. Right. Uh, I've worked very, very hard to this point. I, of course, like, expect a lot of no's along the way, of course, no problem. But I was, so there were, that was, that was really, really nice in terms of like, maybe even making me realize a little bit more about my own potential, not to kind of sell myself a little bit short. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean that one jumps out straight off the bat, but it's probably um, so. To come back to the question: it's, it's about what shoots have really jumped out that have made me question, like look at my yeah, own or, or, or just or, or maybe just some real insights that you you've yeah. that, that come back and you go that was a moment that you know really sticks with me for yeah whatever reason you know yeah and the other one I'd say is um there's a short film that um will be in one of the links that we share uh, called uh, Wally uh, we created in 2019. Um, Wally Nori, um, um, uh, Afghan national who's working for the British Army in Afghanistan, lost his uh, lost his sight in an IED explosion. He's a blind marathon runner. Right. And um, I met him on a, a New Balance shoot in March of, of that year. Um, and I, I'd done a lot of work over like, the 10 years before with very sort of visually impaired charities. It was something that always really resonated. I met him. His willpower, he's like, like he was just an, such a beautiful soul, and we really connected. So we stayed in contact, and then as a personal project, we uh, we created a, sh- a five minute short film about about him. Right. Um, you know, he's a family man, father of three. Yeah, uh, never, never, never seen his children, um, which for me is was just sort of something to really um, absorb. But as in terms of someone that I've spent time with, that's completely made me reframe what's possible. Mm. 
and his attitude to life and he uses sport as the vehicle he was a, he was a really good like long distance runner you know as a teenager and a boxer and always loved sport and he had to rehabilitate his life and support his family now and he used sport as the the medium yeah to do that and he's done loads of other like incredible things now um and just as a someone that just like has like nothing is impossible for this man you spend like 10 minutes with him you just can walk away and you're like okay i really need to like like you know set some bigger goals for myself yeah. <laughs> um he's a beautiful soul amazing human being so wally and all the the, the calls and, and working with him and right. that will always sort of stick out and it's kind of something I'll, i remind myself of yeah. uh uh you know as regularly as i can as well brilliant yeah i mean those yeah. those people and those moments though where you walk away and you go I really should be doing more. You know, what, what am I, yeah. ex- what's my excuse for today? Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'd advise everyone just to, to sort of check it out and, and check you know, him out and what he's sort of doing. Cause uh, yeah, he's sort of, you know, constantly coming up with new, like incredible challenges to raise money um, for charity and, and sort of help his family out. But yeah, like really brave, really courageous, uh, kind human being. Oh, wonderful! There's there's another area that I wanted to cover off and ask you a question yeah. about. One um, percent uh, for the planet. Yes. You 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 have that on both your website, your LinkedIn. You you, you mm. mentioned that. Um, tell us about one percent for the planet and what that means to you and how you got involved. Yeah. So, um, beginning of the uh, the pandemic in 2020, sort of uh, just took a sort of a, a big step back. Um, um, was just looking at different areas of my business and how I could create more impact with what I was doing. And um, I was speaking to a, a company up in Scotland called Meander Apparel, and they were a member. Of, I saw this logo, 1% for the planet, never heard of it. Mm. And um, I thought, oh, what's this interesting? And basically, you, um, it's a, a global network of, uh, of businesses that it was started by the, the founder of Patagonia. Right. Um, and um, um, one of the guys, I think it's you know, been running for but basically of, from companies of that size to individuals like myself that every year commit to giving 1% of their sales, irrespective right. of profits, 1% of their sales to environmental nonprofits. And there's a big list of like partnerships. Um, you can choose, you know, you, you know, whatever that amount was, you could, you can give it all to one environmental right. nonprofit that really resonates with you, or you can split it uh, uh, between as many as you want. But every year uh, you commit to that. Um, yeah, and I spoke to them, and I was like, "This is this is definitely something I want to sort of add and and do." Mm. So obviously, you know, the, the the better, you know, the it's another sort of spur. So the, you know, the better you do each year, the more money you can you can get to contribute as well. Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, well, we know twenty twenty three. Yeah, three years into it. Um, yeah, it's been it's been incredible, and um, they had a they had a big sort of event um, or multiple day event in October last year in London. The first time they kind of done that, and I. I went and photographed it all, met a lot, a lot of the other sort of UK members and have, uh, and have also, had, you know, now shot for a few of their different businesses. Right. Um, going over to the US uh, in the fall of this year to uh, shoot some more work for them as well. But it's, yeah, it's just, it's really opened my eyes up and Surfers Against Sewage is, a, is a, one of the sort of charities right. that, or environmental partners that I support. So I've learned a lot more about their work and connected with them. And um, yeah, it just feels like the, the right way for me um, to kind of, to set and do business and um it's been nice to a few other people have sort of uh that either work for companies you know you don't have to have your own business you could you know you could just uh, agree to give one percent of your salary to yeah. them each year as well if you're working for a big organization but um yeah a really wonderful network that's getting bigger and bigger 
uh, and having a bigger and bigger impact. And um, yeah, it's been a tremendous journey with it so far. Oh, fantastic! And uh, yeah. and such a I mean such a great way of connecting many people to do yeah. greater good with a a small thing that people can can do and and can generally absorb uh yeah. quite quite easily and un, unknowingly in a lot of ways isn't it and then mm. you know as you say the more people who get involved the more can have an impact across all these different uh things that are going to ultimately affect us all in the future yes yeah yeah it's, it's um yes yeah, I, I definitely sort of encourage people to sort of you know learn more about it themselves and uh, and if it resonates then um yeah to to jump all in yeah and again we'll we'll make sure the links are in there so that people can have a look cool. and uh, and check it out for themselves so yeah um you've touched on on a couple of areas here but um in terms of your own performance you know mm. and what you do to help you be at your best yeah. what are what are some of the things that you do and what are the practices or the uh, approaches that you take mm. uh i think with a lot of the things that I shoot within the sort of wellness and the, and the fitness and sports area, it's always been something that I've been interested in since, you know, since I was a kid and been part of my life. And I think probably without kind of knowing it, that uh, peak performance as a whole is something that's, that's always really um, uh, been very, very interesting to me, just to me full, full, full stop. And, and probably something I've always, I don't know, it's like an inner knowing that like, I meant to, to 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 contribute a lot, and peak performance is very, you know my own peak performance is completely intrinsic to that. Yeah. So, like on a a day to day basis, uh, like diet etc. Uh, is, is a is, is a sort of a number one thing. And um, meditation, I think. Well, actually, you know, diet's very big, but meditation and a mindfulness practice uh, and movement are the are the are the kind of the key pillars for me. Right. Um, um, that's sort of the the. the if, if um, and I sort of touched on it at the start of the call in terms of how do I positively impact people. Well, a lot of my work is is idea generation and um, and a lot of production things are, are around shoots. It's not just the sort of time on set. And I think all of my biggest and best ideas, all of my most sort of inspired actions, and me taking the right actions, mm. all come from. Um, a clarity of thought, a calmness, the, those, the, you know, it's, it's right. the, the eureka moments that happen when you're in the shower or, yeah, or yeah. going for a run or something like that. Yeah. I'm very, very conscious that, um, and it's been amplified the last few years. Like my, my son Ziggy now is sort of five and I realized like quite soon after becoming a dad that like, like my, my only window for any kind of like quiet, quiet thinking time or <laughs> reflecting time is before he wakes up and before my wife wakes up. So it's like, okay, cool. Alarm set for like, stupid o'clock like five o'clock or quarter to five or something every day get up you know yeah. uh meditate move yoga etc then you know um i mean i just need to put myself in the happiest calmest frame of mind possible yeah. all my best ideas come from that i think the, the calmness and positivity that i spoke about that i bring on set like, I, like nothing comes from being stressed for me or mm. trying to do too many things at once like i never have a really breakthrough idea i never i, I in you know probably do the wrong thing or like for me it's that efficiency and effectiveness come from you know at the end of the day i want to have the biggest impacts with my work as possible but also you know that should be side hand you know hand in hand and with enjoying every moment on this planet as much as possible and for everyone that i interact with so if i can show up for my son for my wife for my friends for my business for everyone as happy and calm and just enjoying things i'm gonna like everything is going to be better. Like my decision making is going to be better. Right. My idea generation, like e everything that I'm here to to do, mm. I, I can trace back every 
probably even like you know be, being on this of course one of your past previous guests hugo oh yeah uh, you know it was um it was it was conversations with him end of last year and i was kind of it was from a kind of a period of like reflection and meditation that I, I reached back out to him because I hadn't spoken to him for a year or so. Yeah. We then spoke, I spoke about doing, wanting to do more of this and passing on my experiences to help other people. And he said to, you know, yeah. reach out to you. So a lot of the good things, they all just come from that. And I'm very aware that, um, you know, if, if I could do all these things, I'm going to make the right decisions. And then I'm in a place to like, you know, use my intelligence the way it should be, work really hard, mm. work systematically, do all the things that you should do. And, you know, and I, and I grind it out and I love working hard. And I'm not saying, I just sort of meditate and sit there and expect <laughs> everything to happen. And then I was like, I do this is like, that's my, that's what I do to whenever I can as much or as, de- as deep as I can to anchor myself in, in that. Mm. And then, and then sort of move forward with everything from a creative perspective. And, uh, and I've just found for me personally, like that's, that's been, um, you know, like fundamental to sort of like, and I can really trace everything back to, um, to, to that anchor really yeah no uh, some wonderful stuff there and i think that there's a couple of previous guests who've talked about very similar things and um but one of the things that i've been reflecting on myself recently is that the element of deliberate pl- practice and yeah. um and doing some something every day it doesn't have to be anything big but it, it, if you can choose sort of a few areas don't try and overdo it mm. but you can start with one or two and it might be movement you know how, how have i moved today yeah, and it might just be I've walked to the car because I parked further, you know, than I would have done previously. Yeah, yeah. It's just a thing, and now you've done a thing. Make it bigger tomorrow, or or, or repeat it tomorrow, so that you've got that consistency. But it's yeah. um, I think I love those elements of uh, movement, meditation, and mindfulness. You know, yeah. it's a, a simple stuff that goes right. What am I going to do today or tomorrow, if you're planning for tomorrow, that's going to have an, that are opportunities to, to hit home in those areas, and yeah. then reflecting on the back of the day what have i done in those areas and what have i learned and so uh, it doesn't take a lot does it but it can it can really build up over the uh over time yeah for sure i think um it's uh for me it's um and you can always you know uh, it's very easy to, to for me to link it back to kind of sports analogies but it's mm-hmm. uh it's I, I think and um i think number one it's like i don't know if, if anyone else resonates with this but like i can like I'm with a couple of person. Oh, I didn't meditate long enough today. Oh, I didn't move. And then all of a sudden, like you know, there isn't enough time up in the day to do all of these things that are going to be beneficial. Yeah. So I've had to like come, you know, to peace with like, some days, you know, meditation shorter, or I don't get to like you know, you know, work out or do as much movement. But I know the benefits of each, and you just try and do as 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 much as you can or as well as you can in the time mm-hmm. that you've got each day, and just be kind of you know at peace with with that yeah um the repetition for me is uh, of anything whether it's a new skill like any new skill or and this is as much of that it's the it's it's the repetition that i think is um it compounds and and for me layers on top of each other and all of a sudden you don't think you're breaking through but then you know you you probably are and you don't know anyway but like Mm -hmm. you know you have those big things like anything it just compounds and i see that in the the sports world you know the the best in the world have probably worked the hardest at that point and hit the most golf balls or done you know they've they've practiced the most and and they've failed the most actually Mm -hmm imagine as well and, and yeah. struck out the most but they've also um so for me it's the it's the repetition of, of those things and I, I know the difference now um you know my own you know on days that i might get a bit grumpier or, or something like that it's probably because i haven't done a few of the things or I haven't hydrated as well or yeah. um breath work as well that, that's intrinsically tied in to that for me as well paul mm-hmm. that's been an um absolute game changer and, and all these things the beauty of them is they're just 
they're, they're, they're free. It's a 10 minute walk or a quick run or two or three minutes of, of meditation or two or three minutes of, of breathing. Like they're all like these things that fundamentally change everything yeah. um, about us. And um, it's, it's wonderful now for me, just I think at this time, you know, being alive, you've got the thousand year old sort of uh, uh, the more kind of spiritual and those ideas exactly, but being proven by the, the breakthroughs in neuroscience mm. and, 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 and sort of quantum physics and all that world. So it's that they're both saying the same thing. And it's an amazing time to, if, if you know, certain people uh, would be more skeptical if they couldn't prove it. And it's, oh, well, well, you know, here's all the leading scientific minds in the world saying that, you know, nothing yeah. exists and everything's moving and blah, blah, blah. You know, so it's, it's a wonderful time for, if you wanted to dive deep into understanding how your brain changes when you do things or this, these are the benefits and here's actually what's happening. It's like, oh, wow, okay, like... Mm. I'm going to do that, you know, and it's, um, yeah, it's just things that for me, every decision in life is, it's a higher chance of being the right one and more enjoyable if you're starting a, in a happier place. And yeah. all these things really are kind of done to put me in that spot to then make better decisions and, 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 um, yeah. And just enjoy the process as well. That's been a new one for me the last right. few, few months, not just that, but like, like get joy out of, uh, the actual doing it just really be super present enjoy that and like mm. no like not no focus on the results because you're, you're aiming for something but like like you know a lot of the times when I've, uh, I've delivered something or I've worked with someone that I've wanted to for two or three years like the high of that's quite short-lived mm. and that was kind of interesting it's like oh like what's gonna you know but like for me if I can step back and say no no just like tie it into like the joy is in the actual doing mm just like stay with that like don't think that that far ahead and like the results will be naturally better i think well yeah. no for that anyway but that, that's a kind of a new little one that i'm working on yeah no i, I was um re-listening to one of the the old johnny wilson um, jo um johnny wilkinson sorry episode yeah. of um uh, the high performance podcast a while back and you know it, that whole bit of his whole life was set up to win the world cup yeah and the, the moment he wins the world cup this euphoric eye and he's, he's like five seconds later I'm down in the dumps and I'm you know, literally mm. going into depression and yeah. um, and now he's being able to find joy and he's like, oh, I enjoy doing the washing up as much as I enjoy doing something else. You know, it's like whatever it is that's in front of me, enjoy doing that, enjoy the process of what you're doing and be present for it. I think it's a lot of yeah. lessons that we learned there. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, I hadn't heard that one, but that's yeah, exactly. It's the same. I've listened to interviews with like Michael Phelps and, and right. people like that and is that exactly the same thing? And I think even for... Uh, for me in my world, I've always sort of, you know, the, the high of like working with a lot of these people and and creating those bigger shoots or the shoots that have like, you know, this girl can, those other ones that have had an amazing impact. Like, I'm sure other creatives or um, people in my field that love it as much as me will sort of feel this. Like the high is just like like nothing else. Right. But there's a crash. Like mm. there is a definite crash. And I think to your point there, I think like if, if it can just be about like the, the joy in doing everything there. And, and for me um uh a bigger reminder of like why i'm doing a lot of stuff and the kind of people you know the impact i want to have with my work i think i've you know 16 years in i like i think starting out like it was very important for me to to get certain brands on board and things like that and yeah, yeah you know uh, some ego sort of within that as well not too much but a bit but like of course i love doing those shoots now because they're you know there's some really amazing experiences but i think for me now it's like okay how do i get mm. all of this out of my head from the last 16 years and all the the lessons i've learned i didn't go through them all for no one else to, to benefit and for me right. to share them now and it's like that it's that that being present mm. 
people there and, and then being able to sort of serve with everything I do. And that, that still includes the big shoots, but that's, um, that's, that's the kind of like thing that really, really me up now. Brilliant. So, which brings us nicely to this next question, which is if you could yeah. help anyone, any individual mm. team or organization with your skill set, um, what, who would that be and, and why? I think we touched on 1% for the planet. Yeah. Um, that's it. Uh, for, for me that like year on year and I've sort of seen it the last few years, it's like more and more of the environmental nonprofits within that world. Um, yeah. there's been other pieces of sort of just consulting that I've done for them as well to sort of to contribute and help out. So a lot of the businesses and the, the, um, and the environmental nonprofits within that network, mm. I think. And for me, the last, um, as well as a lot of the, 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 the sort of high end sports, um, and lifestyle campaigns that you'll see and I'm doing a hell of a lot more now also just within other sectors but there's an underlying or there's a there's a through thread which is like positively changing people's lives whether that's an environmental or a social change or a, a wellness change like that's the thread so I think right. they're the um uh with Hugo's company the startup chef as we yeah. created a like, beautiful Amazing. three minute video um for them um in April and just sort of spending time with the teenagers that have gone through that program and right. you know we're at the FT just those kind of campaigns for me like really really light me up so it's it's those opportunities and i think the wider thing just to bring um my sort of skill set to to serve as well there's lots of mm. younger creatives that um we're helping now and opportunities we're creating on set for uh for, for younger creatives that wouldn't have had that before and getting them paid opportunities in the industry and just again like passing on that's really important to me as well as as sort of who i'm creating for it's like what doors am i opening as well mm. um and what sort of change can I have like within my within my industry as well? So yeah, they're the things. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, and I know Hugo and the the startup Sherpas do do some amazing yeah. work on that front. Yes, so, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and if we were to flip that on its head and say, if you could sit down and have uh, have a coffee, have a drink, have a meal with somebody mm. that you could really learn from or would love to learn from, who would that be? Yeah, um. Written a few down actually on my, my notes here, but um, there's there, there's different elements. Uh, as you said, like um, the, the the spirituality and the meditation side is a really really big driver um, for me, and it translates into my 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 work. If we're talking about a work and performance perspective, so yeah, um, I, I spent some time recently with um uh, with quite a few monks, and being around their their energy for a weekend was just completely like transformative on many levels. So. Right time in those environments or in those kind of places is really big for me yeah. um i think there's um uh i just really like like greatness and, and and people in any field that have sort of hit that that top level so i really enjoy the conversations with that, a lot of the athletes that i have or very sort of business people or, or people that are very high up in the wellness and, and fitness industry those are always really exciting um conversations uh yeah and i think there's there's a few other sort of podcasts that i listen to i try to sort of uh, um take on board a lot of sort of what's been sort of said there uh, and the and the habits and the mentalities of these people and sort of try and bring it into my world and how I can, you know, be a better father, be a better at my, you know, my business, how I look at things from a more of a macro perspective sometimes right. as well. So I think a, a lot of those things are really good for me. And, um, and I, yeah, I love to read as well. So a lot of, uh, um, I, I'm very, very curious, about, like, as I've mentioned before, like the, the sort of science of, what's happening in your brain when you're going through into these different states, uh, states and using breath work that, you know, Wim Hof's works really interesting. And 
Dr. Joe Dispenza, his work's fascinating. Bruce Lipton, the biology of belief, is an outstanding sort of book of talking about the, the biology of this and actually how, yeah. uh, you know, visualization works and how, you know, like all these other practices actually work and, and, and cellularly change things. And the, the curiosity I have around that and bringing that into my work, um, um, that's always been a really, really big thing for me. Like I've been very, um, the, the more time I've like, I've really looked at sort of the, the belief side of things and been very intentional and looked at things from a mm. visual perspective. And uh, like a lot of the sports people that I've spoken to and shot with, they'll, they'll you know, they're um, very, very adept at sort of spending the time to visualize themselves, like winning that trophy or, or right. you know, you know, hitting that time or, you know, doing whatever or being a success. So that's a really, really big exploratory sort of um, thing that's worked for me. I, I'm, you know, not unbelievably well, that's the wrong word. It's worked for me very, very well in some very, very specific situations over the years so i think the more i can put into um getting better and being a bit more intentional around that that's that has and i, I see that as a big part of like um you know just a, a, a full belief that is going to happen and like do that and then go forward and just keep doing the work and, right. and keep doing the work and keep doing the work and just a, a trust in the process so uh probably didn't answer the question but a lot of those lot of those areas <laughs> are like um i think are, are big ones for me in terms of my own performance yeah um oh. and for sure things i'm working on all the time yeah oh some wonderful stuff there and i think you know we can all learn from all sorts of different angles and i mm. think it's the what what's coming through strongly is the sort of passion to learn and that's that yeah. in itself is something that you, you know people can't take away from you and if you really engage in that then you're going to learn in from whatever circumstance you're in so uh kudos yeah. for that really um and final bit really is about yeah. if people want to find out more if they want to check out your work if they want to contact you maybe engage you in some way uh, where do people go how do they connect and uh, find out more about you no thank you um my website is a is a good place to start duncannichols.co.uk um a lot of my sort of um uh, and also goodplanets.tv so good planets is more for the uh the, the film side of, of my work um okay um where I sort of co-direct a lot of uh, pieces with a uh, great friend of mine, Tobias. Um, so there's a, a lot of work there and all the, you know, the links to various sort of social um, platforms. But yeah, if, um, if anything's resonated or if anyone has any questions or would just like to see the work, then um, yeah, thank you very much. That, that's the sort of best place to start, I'd say. Yeah, wonderful. And I, as always, I would encourage the listeners to do reach out to people. You know, when I've talked to my guests off shoot quite a lot about, you know, it, what happens do people actually contact you and say it's very rare but when it happens there's always a great connection there's always learnings from both sides nobody ever regrets engaging in those conversations so if something's resonated with you today or if you want to find out more um you know i'm sure duncan like any of the guests here would welcome that contact and and follow up yeah 100 yeah. percent um you know it's um it's amazing isn't it paul i'm sure you've had the same way you know just just that that one conversation with someone can really change the trajectory or speed yeah. things up for you or um uh or really kind of you know connect you with the person you need to so yeah if, if anything is um you know really stuck for anyone and anyone has any questions then yeah please do reach out i'd love to hear from you superb well really enjoyed her, this conversation today duncan and, and i'm sure there's so much more we could discuss as well at, at some point um but thanks so much for being on the show today duncan nichols oh thank you paul it was um yeah, it was really special. I really appreciate you um, for everything you're doing here and all the people you're helping with, uh, you know, with everything each week. So, um, yeah, we're very blessed. Thank you for the uh, opportunity, my friend. And, um, yeah, I look forward to uh, yeah, hearing more of your great episodes. Much appreciated. Cheers.
Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you liked what you heard, then please give the podcast a rate, review and share. I'm Paul Teasdale, and from sausage making to banking, oil and gas to Formula One, I help people perform. If you'd like to find out more and have a conversation, contact me via helpingpeopleperform.com.